Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Blogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. Hey there, and in this episode today, I want to talk about really for your people. That's the title of this is for your people. Um, Because I think that as many of us go through our journey, um, we often run into these situations where we're learning lots of new strategies, strategies for how to blog, strategies for how to create online content. And in those seasons where we're learning lots and lots of things, it can feel like we need to implement all these different strategies in order to be successful. And what I'm hoping that this episode helps you understand is that it really comes back to your people. And I'm going to walk through several things um, in this episode to kind of help you think about your own people, think about your own platform, think about what you're building so that you can make really informed decisions that I hope will energize you and make you feel less depleted because I'm going to guess that a lot of your energy issues come down to um, a little bit of like confusion or not really understanding like exactly where to be, how to be, how to write, and then how to really serve your audience. So I'm hoping that this episode, as you listen to it, really gets your brain stirring and helps you really identify Um, the areas of your blog where if you got more intentional, focused on your people, that you might start to see even better results. So let's talk about this. So the first way that I want you to consider about whether or not you're really serving your people is in the way that you create content. I hands down believe that if you're an online content creator, you should have a website, you should have a home base, no matter what. And it doesn't necessarily always mean that it needs to be this like amazing blog full of content because there's different ways to run different online businesses, depending on the kinds of products and services that you're creating and the way that you're spreading the word about those, because obviously there's lots of different ways to create content. And so what I'm about to talk to you about, I don't want you to feel like this is all stuff that you have to do on top of creating some sort of super successful written blog, yada, yada. This is really just trying to help you think through um, the different ways with which you might be able to reach your audience in a way that is going to serve them best. And so let's just talk about that a little bit. So the way that you create content, um, going back to what I just said, I think it's important that everybody have a website. Like you should have a home base that you own where you can send people for resources, for more information, for articles, whatever you want to have on that home base, but you should have a home base. And I always really consider the website to sort of be, um, you know, the main part of the blog. It is the root. It is the main place. It is the trunk of the tree, right? Like it is the main thing that really supports everything that you do. And so the way that you create content, I think that we need to think about our audiences and how they consume information. So for Thrifty Little Mom, my main blog website, it's basically now like a party celebration gatherings gatherings website. And so I try to do a lot of like picture tutorials, lists, things like that, because I know that my target audience, which are women who enjoy entertaining and hosting things, like to be inspired. And oftentimes I think 
just based on me being my own avatar, I'm most inspired by looking at photos and getting ideas, um, you know, having resources where I can, you know, basically duplicate something that I really like or order something that I like that I've seen in that picture. Um, and so for me, Thrifty Little Mom tends to be very uh, picture oriented. It's very graphics oriented. And it's also made for skimming. So you won't see huge long paragraphs or won't be long stories. It's just get to the point. Because I know what my audience is looking for. They're just looking for ideas for the most part. And so if I can give them those ideas quickly, easily, concisely, and so that it's skimmable, you'll notice that's how I write my content. Now, if somebody is more of like a story writer or something like that, their content is going to be formatted significantly different than mine, but that might be what their audience is looking for. So things to think about when you're thinking about how to create content that really serves your people is to ask yourself, like, how do they learn best? Um, how do they search? So some of you guys may have audiences that when they search for information, most of the time they're looking for a video solution because they want to see how to do something. So if you're a maker, if you're a creator, if you're a DIYer or something like that, you may find that YouTube is one of the quickest and easiest ways for you to be able to be found in search or to be um, finding your people. And the nice thing about YouTube is generally speaking, if you can target those keywords really, really well in your descriptions and things, you have an opportunity of ranking in Google search just because YouTube um, has a pretty strong domain authority when it comes to uh, Google results. So, you know, video may be the way to go. Um, it could also be that podcasts are the way to go. I knew when I started this um, Just Keep Blogging podcast as part of Kim Anderson Consulting um, that the audience that I was trying to reach are very busy. They don't have a lot of time. Most of them are either working a full-time job, they're a stay-at-home parent, they have kids, they have things to do, and they're really blogging majority in the margins of their life. Um, and so with that being the case, like my ability to serve them comes down to them being able to pop on a headset because this is the way I always was. And while you're cleaning, while you're driving, whatever you need to do, you're able to listen to a podcast episode on the go and get the kind of burst of encouragement that you need. And so... That is something that I strategically chose because I said to myself, this is the way my audience will consume information. And I don't really write blog posts. I might have one or two blog posts, but the majority of my stuff is sent either through email or it is sent via audio recording. And now obviously I'm doing some video stuff. So I'm making video for the people who are video learners or who enjoy watching video. So when you're thinking about your own audience, think about these things like, and it doesn't mean that maybe, you know, if you want to get into video creation that you have to use YouTube, I mean, you can always create your own videos. Um, you just want to find a way to host them, even if that is through YouTube, even if you don't, you know, publicly, publicly publish them or however you decide to do that. There's also Vimeo where you're able to host your videos without using up all the bandwidth on your own website and then be able to embed those videos on your own. If you're a person who is with a company like Mediavine or AdThrive for ad um, management on your site, they all have great um, video additions to their ads dashboards so that you can upload your own videos to their dashboard and then serve those videos on your own website. So they're basically hosting the video and they're also hosting the ads 
but um, that can be a really profitable way to go about serving videos on your own website if videos are helpful for your audience. So these are just things to consider. So when you think about your ideal audience member, I want you to take some time just to think about like how, when they sit down to consume information, how are they doing it? Or if they're not sitting down to consume information, maybe they're on the go all the time and therefore audio versions of what you're creating matters. And I teach people in my podcasting course, you know, you can take an audio thing that you create that you've put out, you know, an audio episode that you've put out on, you know, iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify and all these things. And you can still embed it just like you'd embed in video into your blog content so that you still have that home base, um, you know, that home place for all of your content to go. So think about that. The way that you create content, do, do you feel like it's for your people right now? Like, do you write it? Do you, you know, do you make it skimmable or do you write stories or, you know, are you um, writing encouraging things? Are you making printables? Like the content that you create and the way that you created it, is it serving the audience that you're pursuing? Next, where do you hang out online and build your community? And it does where you're at right now really serve your people because what I see happen a lot of times is people who get into online business feel this expectation of I've got to be everywhere. I've got to be on Twitter. I've got to be on Instagram. I've got to be on Facebook. I've got to be on all these social media channels because for a lot of people, they see it as like, well, these are all free sources of marketing for me, right? Like if I can just get on these social media sites and I can build these followings, then this is like basically free advertising. And so that may be the case, but if your people aren't there, there's no reason to be there. I distinctly remember several years ago um, when there was like a new live video um, program. I can't even think of the name of it now, but everybody was going crazy over it. And I can't tell you, I could not wait until Facebook finally gave like a live video option um, because I would get on this thing and I would do these live videos and the people that were watching were not my people and they would say terrible awful things like while I was talking and I was like this is not worth it um and you know it eventually sort of fizzled out and died out that's why I typically am not an early adopter <laughs> to most social media things but but with that being said like that's a good example of me spending time on a place where I figured out early on like my people are not here and so you'll notice I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter because my people just aren't on Twitter. My people are on Facebook, um, they're on Instagram, and they're on um, Pinterest, which Pinterest doesn't consider itself to be social media, so you have to be real careful when you talk <laughs> about Pinterest as social media. But as far as like building a following and marketing and things like that, like I'm going to go the places where I have the most return on my time. And I would encourage you to do the same thing. Really think about where your people are, because if your people aren't on Facebook all the time, it doesn't mean you can't be on Facebook and have like a fan page, but it may mean that like, you know, maybe your community is on Reddit. And so you really need to be on Reddit or your community, um, you know, you're building a community on Patreon, like wherever, it may not have to be one of like the mainstream places, as long as you know, that that's where your people are. I've seen lots of people, you know, they venture out into like Twitch and like all these other things because they know that's where their people are. So instead of fighting the tide and trying to stay in a place where they're not making any forward progress, they say, okay, I'm going to go to these few strategic places, put my energy, put my time, and I'm going to make things happen. So I'd encourage you to think about that as you pursue social media. 
So the last thing I really want to talk about, because I think this is a big area of frustration for people, is the products that you create, um, products and services that you create for your audience. And I think the most important thing you can do is push back all the people that are coming at you with millions and millions and millions and millions of ideas, right? The next best ideas, this is what's working, yada, yada, and think about your people and how they consume information. So is your audience paper and pen type people? Do they like printables? Do they enjoy printing things down and having notebooks? Um, you know, I feel like a good part of my audience is still very paper pen people. They like to have little physical things. They like to send out physical invitations. They like, you know, and there's a little bit of digital element that they'll use, but in general, they still find joy in a pen and paper approach to things. But your audience may not be that way. Your audience may be, you know, like app using, Trello using, um, online tool using. And if that's the case, then you want to create products and services that serve them in a digital way. Um, Maybe your audience enjoys consuming information via ebooks instead of courses. Like this is a big one that I run into is I think a lot of people feel like, okay, I've got to create these courses. I've got to create these courses. But you know, maybe they have an audience of moms who are stay at home and really don't have time to log into like an online thing and learn how to do some sort of craft project. Um, and if that's the case, like, you know, like that particular way of delivering stuff, even though courses may be a popular thing to do, it may not be a good fit for your people. And you've got to make those decisions and you really should think about these things. Like, how do you really think your audience enjoys consuming the kind of information that you want to pass along? You know, and maybe, you know, um, you know, maybe your, your audience enjoys the audio versions of things. And if that's the case, are you making audio products that support your audience? Like there's so many different approaches to creating products. You don't have to fit into the box of what is new, what is popular, what is everybody doing? You want to fit in the box of what your audience needs and how will you provide for them? How will you create content for them? How will you hang out with them and build community? And in order to do all those things, you need to be where they are, providing content and information in the way they consume it and providing products to solve problems in a way that they enjoy um, consuming that information or applying that information to their lives. And so I hope out of today's episode, you know, I've got your brain stirring, got your brain thinking, I'm giving you permission to let go of the um, sometimes the box that we may feel like we're being put in as people come up with new strategies for delivering or, you know, teaching or consuming information online. And I want you to, you know, to do the things that make sense for the audience that you have and whatever you do, just keep blogging. <laughs>